What happens when you combine a lover of folklore, a devotee of science, and a veteran in business? You get me. My name is Susan Hart. I have worked in the accounting industry for over 30 years. I've performed in countless musicals. I play the guitar. I lather myself in essential oils. I write poetry and song lyrics. I light candles, incense sticks and sage. My love of hormones and women's wealth and health are at the top of my agenda. I love all things astronomy. I dabble in astrology and on a clear, still night, I lift my head and acknowledge the moon. All topics are welcome and open for discussion. Welcome to the Moon and You. Welcome back, listeners. Thank you for joining me from wherever you are in the world. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today, the Iwabakal people of the Iwabakal tribe, and pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging, always was, and always will be, the traditional custodians of this land. The soul of money, a phrase that I heard from my guest speaker and later learned is a book title, has such a nice ring to it. The idea that money has a soul brings a smile to my face because I've always believed money is the root of all evil. It's weird coming from a bookkeeper, I know. And yes, you could look at money that way. However, let's wait until after we talk with Rocio, my newfound Aussie sister. Welcome, Rocio. <laughs> Welcome. It's such a joy to be here with you today. Yes. The joy, my love, is all mine. Seriously. Seriously. So you are a meditation and yoga teacher, two of my most favorite and beloved things to do in the world. So, Rocio, I'd like to share a bit about how we met, and then let's talk about this lovely synergy we found between us. And in particular, money, which is my profession as a bookkeeper, and meditation, which is your profession. So Rossio posted a lovely graphic and beautiful words on Instagram, and I liked it. And I think that I was one of the first people that liked the post. And because Rossio and I share the love of the same teacher, Elena Brower, Rossio felt comfortable enough to directly messaged me and invited me to attend a 30-minute clarity session. Ah, so that 30 minutes came and went, and we ended up talking for about an hour or maybe even more. We began to realize that we liked each other and had a lot in common. So I shared about my finance course. Rocio talked about her 21-day meditation course and other aspects of her profession. And then we started to talk about money. And the things that came out of this woman was really inspiring. And so I said, Rocio, you must come on my podcast. And here she is. Hello, darling, again. Yes, and here we are. It's in the world an interesting place to be at. Oh, most definitely. So tell us us a little bit about yourself and and what do you bring to the meditation and yoga space? And in particular, this delicious 21-day meditation course. Yeah, so well, my background is in yoga teacher training. So my expertise for the last three to four years has been in teaching 21 days intensive yoga teacher training 
So I'm uh, pretty proficient in understanding how someone expands its capacity to gain self-sovereignty with the yoga practice. And what I've discovered is uh, teaching people all along and also with myself is that we come to yoga to do all this movement, to do all this work because life is a busy place to then come back to the initial intention, which is sitting in stillness, being okay with what's not okay. Yes. Sorting out all the changes. So that's why after COVID hit me and all my people around me, I've decided to start back over to teach that now something that is in a one-on-one basis. So what I teach now is meditation to people that have meditated before or haven't at all. And we sit together for 21 days in a row and we sit with what's happening. Yes. We listen. Yes. I love that. Being okay with not being okay. Yes. And being okay with the changes because life is in an ever-changing place and we can only find a home base in us. Yes. We want others to, to save us. We want things to distract us. We want to be busy. But then if we find home base inside, everything, even if not okay, will be okay. Yes. The idea of being okay with not being okay is the foundation, I believe, of the course that I'm doing. The very first thing that I mention is saying, okay, let's look at where you are right now. And people usually do not want to go there. They don't want to look at their credit card debt. They don't want to look at their zero savings account. They don't want to look at what they bring in and what they take out. They don't want to look at their bank accounts at all. And so the first rule is to go, okay, where are we at? And you have to be okay with, in some respects, some people have nothing. They have no savings. They're hugely in debt. And so I think maybe my first question would be, how, how would somebody be able to start meditating on being okay when financially things are not okay? It's as simple as when you ask your, your device that you use for getting places, which is, I don't know, I think everybody uses Google Maps. I need Google Maps. The first thing that Google Maps asks you is, where are you? Yes. <laughs> So you need to know where you are and literally how much money do you have in the bank? Like what is happening? Literally, what's your time for having a shower so that you can enjoy it if it's 10 or 15 minutes? We need to know where we are. And we're so afraid sometimes of observing that reality that we make it bigger than it is. And it's not as big as we think because it's a mind thing. When our bank accounts are empty, it's the greatest... Uh, hint that it's going to get full because it has the space to receive the money. <laughs> I love that. So even that, it's exciting. It's good. When things are not going that great. It's like, okay, so I'm making space for all the money that is coming in. Yes. That's a nice meditation name as well. I love that. Because I've been living with both the accounting world and small business owners for such a long time now, and only the last 10 years have I brought meditation and yoga into my life, I've never really thought about bringing the two together. So it's only been when I've actually did this exercise myself and our mutual teacher, 
Elena. Elena. So our mutual teacher, we both did the course, her course, Simplify. And one of the things that she has taught us is to look at your money every day. And even as a bookkeeper, I never did that. My husband takes care of all the money. He's a bookkeeper. He's an accountant. And so, look, I can't be bothered. So, um, But when I did this course with Elena, I realized what money do we have? One rule, we never, ever have credit cards. We have a debit card that we spend our own money with. That's the first rule, my friends. So hint, get rid of your credit cards. Yes, and I also testified to that. I've only had until my 20s a credit card that my parents paid for me. But after that, I've only had debit cards. Oh, good girl. Good girl. That's the way it is. Now, being menopausal as I am, I've just forgotten my whole train of thought. So, um... And I distracted you, but you were saying about Simplify and looking at your, at your oh, thank you. every day. <laughs> thank you, darling. Yes. And so that's another thing. that That's the second rule is to look at your money all the time and be grateful for whatever it is. Even if it's nothing like you just mentioned, the opportunity is there for it to grow. Um, so gratitude is something that I've also brought into this realm. So when I have a new client who comes on board, we kind of unravel that first. We're saying, okay, well, let's have a look at let's have a look at your bank accounts. Have you paid all your debts off? Do you own any money to suppliers? So you can relate that back to your household as well. But because I work in the business world, that's the first thing I try to unravel. And most of them, they just don't want to do it. They don't want to look there. Predominantly, there's a lot of men that I work with as well. Women tend to want to look at it more, whereas men just work and put their head down and then go, why, why am I making any money? I work so hard, I'm not making any money. So which is why I think that for me, I like to bring a little bit of peace and meditation and I don't actually ask them to meditate with me but I meditate for them I open up a space as part of my work with them and I meditate for them that they will find peace and bravery and courage to really look at their finances and where they're at yes yes and they're so blessed to have you to have a a teacher a guidance that already does some of that work for them. So much that it's for us that we cannot see. Yeah, I take a lot of people on too who's, who can't really afford a bookkeeper. So I give them a few hours free, train them and help them. And then if they really need me, I can you know do up a package. But anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about you in regards to the 21-day meditation. So we are expanding into this context of money, meditation, and where are we? And a good question. The, the brain works very well when we ask questions. It's a natural habit for us to find answers. So if we ask, if you ask yourself, why do I need to know where I am? How will I know where am I sitting in my financials, in my ability to connect with myself? And how or why meditation or some kind of stillness will be good for me. And then automatically my brain, I'm listening to myself asking the questions and I'm like, literally, like instinctively, I'm like, ooh, this sounds good. Maybe I should observe how meditation looks for me. A lot of people, my mom, I've been in Australia for five years, so she hasn't practiced yoga with me, something that I've done here in Australia. And she do not, doesn't do yoga, but she meditates And she meditates in the couch, watching the leaves. And she was explaining to me her contemplation practice, and that's meditation. For some of you listeners, will be walking, 
For some of you, will be looking at your dog, having yes. those five minutes in the afternoon when you come back after work and you have those five minutes of not doing anything for anybody mm. rather than to observe. Or cooking. For some people, meditation is cooking. So what is that practice that brings you back to your body sensations so that your mind is not the one ruling and that will guide you to where you are? I love that. Okay. When I have something on my mind, let's say, for example, if I'm somebody who is looking at my financial situation and it's not pretty and I'm frightened and I'm worried, what I would probably do first, and Rocio, if you can help me with this, let me know whether I'm on the right path or not, I would ask the questions, how am I going with my finance? How do I feel about it? I know, I've seen it, I know what it's like, but how do I actually feel about it and what's going to come up for me? Then what I would do is I would just close my eyes, sit in the sun, I would let that thought go and then just feel if I'm feeling sad or if I'm feeling anxious or if I'm feeling angry and because those feelings will rise up inside about I'm not thinking about how am I going to get out of debt. I'm not thinking about uh, and worrying about that. I'm just trying to feel what it is. Does that make sense? Am I on the right path? Yes, and rather than pushing it down as we do when we have, I don't know, a mess and we put it under the bed uh, or bringing it out and making more mess, we're only observing it and being okay that the mess is there. Mm. I'm going to take one T-shirt out today. I'm not going to undo everything today. Mm. Maybe I, I feel like it, but maybe not. Constant and a little bit does more than a lot uh, only one day. And with that that you were saying, I'm thinking we could maybe have like five minutes or even three minutes of a like a meditation for that moment that you said when people feel triggered, yes. anxious about their financials and let's find something together that might work. What I do you love think? that. Should we do that now or at the end? I think we can do it now. Let's do it now. Oh, thank you. Well, thank oh, you. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, my <laughs> friend. Please, please so lead us. Please lead us. Let's do something. Wherever you are, uh, even if you're walking or wherever you are, see if you can find some stillness so that your awareness is in your breath. So wherever you are, see if we can invite a long inhalation and a long exhalation. The only thing that is happening right now is that we're breathing in and we're breathing out and we're slowing things down. I invite you to listen to the sounds that are around you and try to locate, like we talked about the GPS, into the space where you are, in the room, in whatever space that you are, locate yourself there. And now check if you can observe what's happening in your belly space. When we breathe through our belly, we automatically relax the nervous system. So observe how your belly expands and softens. And how your belly keeps soft but moves slightly in when we breathe out. We are breathing and observing how the belly expands and how the belly comes in. 
And then knowing that this expansion of the belly is our home base, this capacity of awareness is always here for us. Doesn't matter where the mind goes, whatever happens, we can always come back to this space. Now let's open just slightly our capacity of awareness. And let's give ourselves some attention to our heart space. If it's available to you, I invite you to bring your left hand on top of your heart and observe the rhythm of your heartbeat. Another guide to bring you back when you're anxious, when everything is going fast, knowing that you always have your heartbeat working for you naturally, effortlessly. And I'm gonna say some words that I hope resonate with you today. I am not the things that I own. I am not the things that I have. My worth and my supply is in my ability to be present. And even simpler. My supply is in my presence. See where you are. If the mind has wandered and explains tricks on you, remember that your belly expands and it's your home base. And for our last moment here, I will repeat. My supply, my source is my presence. Feel your heartbeat under your left hand. Feel your belly expand. Keep yourself here in this aliveness, in this presence that you have, that you can feel. Here in this presence at this moment, you are provided. Your heart is effortless. Your breath is keeping your body alive. You are provided. Gently and slowly have a couple of rounds of breath, grounding with these ideas, with this sensation. And then invite the sounds of the room, expanding your awareness. And then when you're ready, I always like to bring my chin towards my heart space, bring my both palms to be together, perhaps in a prayer, palms touching. And always find something, someone, as simple as having saliva in your mouth, something that you're grateful for. And then gently, you have your eyes closed, you can open 
your eyes, come back into the room where you are, and let yourself observe how here that experience was. And I would like to, to add, now that we're out of the meditation, how important it is when we are in those moments of frustration with money that is usually the 90% of the things, but also the kids, the husband, the work, that usually those anxiety moments are because of something that we think that will happen in the future or a memory of something that happened in the past that we did and it didn't work out and we are worried that it will happen again. When we're in that centered space of the present moment, even if it's for a moment, like when you're having chocolate, I rest when I have chocolate, even if for that second in your, in your day, give yourself a break and touch your heart, feel your belly, and for a moment, observe like the GPS that you're not there where the problem is occurring. You're here. The problem hasn't yet arrived. The debt, the eviction, like it's something that you see in your, but it's not here. So from here, from the calm space is where then Sue can help you and you can see your books, you can see your accounts. Yes. And from that space, you can organize. Yes. And I, I hope that, that that was. I hope that that was helpful. It is very helpful for me because we're all in this yeah. money game of the world. It's fabulous. I actually forgot that I was on a podcast. I went, I thought I was in some other place. He, oh, yes, right. I better wake up now because I'm about to, <laughs> to go live. Oh, no, that was really, really special. Thank you very much. I think, I think that gives people the space and the time to just sit with no worries at all. But then when you land or when I land and come back into the room, my heart is no longer racing. I'm no longer pumping cortisol into my veins and my, the adrenaline has come down. So it's these stress hormones, especially for women, these stress hormones have reduced, come down, they're no longer elevated. And so when your stress hormones are quiet, then your uh, sex hormones, which is your estrogen and progesterone, they can thrive and they can do what they're supposed to do. And money and stress, they go hand in hand. Yes, and how much we are conditioned of understanding uh, what I was saying in the meditation, that we are what we have, that we are what we are achieving or getting. Mm. And stepping a little bit back for a moment and understanding that the person that I am, yes, I am a businesswoman or whatever it is that you do is an aspect of who you are, but it's not entirely all that what you are. Mm. So if you have any mishandlings of your career and something goes wrong, that's not the only thing that you are. You're a human being with a heart and a breath and, and life. And that's the first thing that you are. And we always have to remember who we are. We are humans live in this experience mm. and then we do things in the world but what we do is not who we are you're so wise <laughs> well we I only listen and say what we need to hear I and i think it. that that's like my message for me and for mm. the people around me yes we yes. are not what we do mm. we're much more than that because what else are we doing here than playing games yeah i totally agree i would love to ask you now the books that you're reading, 
I have to confess, I'm not a really big book reader, but I am forcing myself this year and last year to read books. And the one I'm reading is Unbecoming by Joanne Fedler. And if anybody is going through menopause in their maybe mid-50s like myself, this is the book for you. She's an Australian author and she's from South, uh, South Africa originally. And she migrated to Australia. And this book is unbelievable, Unbecoming. So that's what I'm reading. What are you reading, my love? Well, I I am an interesting uh, person because I usually read like four things at the same time. Get out of here! I'm narrowing myself to read less, but I and I have it here ready for you. So one thing that I just finished that I loved is a book called The Poet X. is from a Dominican American writer. She is Elizabeth Acevedo Acevedo, if you speak Spanish. And it's like a becoming of age of a girl. How does she find her voice to write poetry? Lovely. And aren't we always there finding our voice in the world and how do we want to say the things that we want to say? And how sweet is to remember when we were younger and how we found whatever it is that brought us here. Yes. To whatever career. So like coming back to that and retracing, it's beautiful. Then I'm also reading a book, finishing a big book called Cast by Isabel Wilkerson. And she is an American, an African-American writer. This book was a huge success last year. It lets you, it is letting me understand a lot the what's underlining the Black Lives Matter movement to truly understand, not only see the news and see what people think, to really have like a research base uh, documentation and she explains how has evolved the differences in America between white and black and other nationalities and immigration and it's a very well compelled book Wonderful. and the last one the last one it's uh, because I was thinking and it's literally a book that I'm about to start I haven't started yet it's by a friend and colleague he's called Manoj Diaz and he is a meditation teacher he has uh, he has been in Australia for many years in Melbourne. Now he moved to LA last year. But it is very interesting to have a book written by a medita- meditation teacher only talking about meditation. Yes. This book is called Still Together. And uh, if you're listening to us from Australia, it is in Kmart. So it's a very accessible book to cool. get. And he has great exercises for meditation great ways and how to start and find your breath, the meditation that work for you. So I thought it was a very good thing to, to recommend. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I'm going to start it this weekend. Oh, lovely. Rocio, have you ever, ever thought about creating your own book about meditation? Yes, indeed. And I think more than meditation, easy practices to bring you back home. Because oh, lovely meditation, meditation is only a tool. Mm. Again, you can cook, you can have baths, you can make love. There's so many things that you can do to find back the center of your GPS. Yes. Like, where are you? Yes. What's your heart space? And meditation sometimes, it's a word that I don't know if it's that accessible. It sounds like only for ladies uh, that have everything sorted and have plenty of time in their morning to, <laughs> to do all the things. But meditation is a necessity. Before you go to therapy... Before you talk to someone about mm. what's happening in your brain, you need to listen to your brain. Mm. And meditation is that pause. 
Mm. I see. That necessary pause. Yeah. I'm looking forward to reading your take on it, my love. I really am. I will send you, I will send you a draft. Okay. I have my, we'll keep my word. Good, good. We've got a couple of more questions, if that's okay with you. So live streaming, like Flix and all that sort of stuff, you know, I, I'm a bit of an addict to live streaming and I've, I've been really good because I've stopped Monday to Thursday Netflix streaming. I allow myself a couple of hours Friday night and sometime on Sunday and that's it. I'm going to ask you what's your favourite streaming video at the moment or show you're watching. You are so great. Like, how can you contain yourself? Like, oh, I haven't I, been able to I before. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously. Well, COVID, I was very good at not having even a TV. I moved it with my partner and it was Netflix all around. And uh, it took me a while to detach from Netflix or from any streaming. Yeah. Like, I lived, uh, like, I speak English. My natural mother tongue is Spanish. And I kept my English because I saw so many TV shows. I'm always watching a TV show. With my meditation practice and my teaching, I have reduced it to the minimum, but there's always something that I'm watching. It's so interesting. And what you said, I try to make a diet of an hour a day, the minimum that I can get. And sometimes I was thinking about it before. Sometimes what I do is if I'm watching yesterday, I saw one hour, one episode of one thing that I'm going to tell you what I'm watching. And then I said to myself, okay, I'm only going to see one episode and read for one hour. So to like at least balance it out so that my brain is not overly stimulated by images, but also by words. It's very good for our left side of our brain to read because when we read, we think slower and we create our own imaging. Yes. Yes. We're not ingesting what other people's images, which is clothing or appearances, how does it look? And usually there's a lot of success into it and how much money people have and yada, yada, yada. That's all the images that we see. But when you're reading a book, we create our own images. But well, my TV show, I, I love Netflix, Master of None has the third season and it's Moments of Love. It's a beautiful, beautiful, it's pictures, it's the photography, it's, you can even smell the it's literacy it's it's poetry the the tv show and uh, it's very caring it's to uh, african-american ladies and their love story it's i think it's very well written it's very intelligent and something that i'm watching now now that i just saw an episode before is halston all right the american designer I was looking at it's, that. it's very interesting i was thinking about you because of success and money and also the mindset, that was something that we were talking about before when we interacted, how important it is to trust your GPS, where you are and where you want to go. And he, from the get-go, he was like, yes, I did a runway. It was an absolute mess because they didn't get it. Because I know it was awesome. How are you feeling? How are you it's feeling? Wonderful. Somebody asking, how are you feeling? Because it didn't went well. Oh, they're the ones that didn't got it. It was awesome. If you believe in it, it's happening. The thing is that we have so many background noises and so many feedbacks that are not important. The only thing is what you have in your GPS in the center, that you're going there. Yes, yes. But we need to listen to the GPS because mm. sometimes what we listen is to a, you should do, be doing this. My mom, I love her. She thinks that we should be doing this. My brother, my yeah. partner, everybody thinks things. Yeah. 
that is not exactly what you want. And then to get that, you have to pause, go for a walk, be grateful for where you are, mm-hmm. and then from then on, do you. Yeah. Do only you. That is just beautiful because I'm going to bring it right back to the very beginning when we talked about um, how we can say to ourselves, okay, we've got, you're a mess beforehand about being, don't want to look at your finances, you don't look at the money you have, all that sort of stuff. You do the exercise of being still and coming back to home base. And then when you come back to it, you go, right, I have no savings. Okay. I'm $2,000 debt in credit card bills. Okay. Okay. I have a job. Becoming aware is the key. Because once you're aware, you can accept where you are and you can change or you can just stay. You can stay where you are or you can make moves to change. And I think that that's the wonderful thing about turning it all around. Every day, every single day, there is a chance, a possibility, there's a new sun to turn everything all around. Actually, every moment, every now moment, here's a chance to turn it all around. The simple thing, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm not sorry. The the fact that anybody listening to us, and I'm doing the calling to say this, is listening to have literacy on their finances to this podcast is an investment in who they are and who they want to become. This is already a step. Yes. This is already the doing because we think that doing is heavy, is hard, it's exhausting. This is already doing. Mm. Intention of, of knowing more, of being kinder with your numbers, of observing, this is already mm. an intuitive place to be. And accepting you are somebody who spends a lot of money. You are somebody who wants a lot of things. You are somebody who needs a lot of things. You are somebody who doesn't even know what it is that they want or need. You are just exactly who, who you are right this very moment. And that's where I can do the most good is when people are completely honest with themselves, no matter how that looks. And then we can go, okay, what are we going to do with this $2,000 debt? Let's make a strategy. Let's make a plan. And then we we start, like you said about the T-shirt, you take one thing out, right? You take one thing out of the room if you want to tidy it up and you you learn to fold that T-shirt well. You look at it and you go, do I like it? Do I love it? It Smells pretty bad. Do I need to wash it? Wash it, bring it back and it's all tidy and lovely and you know where it is. It's one thing. So you look at one thing of your finances all the time in that space of kindness and love and you say, okay, well, I think I can do this. If, If you have three credit cards, if you have four credit cards, which a lot of people do have a lot of credit card debt. And sometimes it's necessary because they don't have, they needed a new fridge or they needed um, a new microwave or they needed a new heater and they didn't have the cash. Last thing is where can we find you? The best place at the moment for me is Instagram and my profile is Rocio Marti and I'm going to spell that for you. It's R-O-C-I-O. M-A-R-T-E with an underscore. And there, if you message me, if you DM me, I'm usually very fast at answering. Because my second place is my website that literally is a week or week and a half into being uploaded with all my new resources. I will have there free meditations and audios Mm. and videos for you to come to an easy meditation practice and also access to my 21 one-on-one meditation course. But again, through Instagram, you can find me directly. I like a close approach. 
And the moment that you open the door to be guided home, I right away open a space for you so that we can have a chat, a live mm. interaction, you and me, very private, so that we can find what's best for you. Yes, that's wonderful. Well, I've had my 30 minutes clarity session and I'll tell you what, it's wonderful. It's just wonderful. I did get a lot out of it. I'll just let you know too, mine is Bridgerton, my Netflix um. Is Bridgerton. Yes, yes, beautiful. Simple. And you would, and you would I love this. Yeah, because I, I just I've love the idea it. that the king, the king of you know what England, I think it was, married a black woman, and because of that, the whole world changed. And I've never seen a Netflix show that the integration of black and white people was so. It's so beautiful to watch. Yes, it's beautiful. It's normal, and it's so refreshing. So refreshing. If you cannot see us because you're only hearing us, I'm a woman of color. So for me, it was very interesting because it's seeing myself represented, and I think that the good thing of the times that we're living is that there's much more space for all of us, all of us, not only colored but also um, gender neutral. Like Mm. everybody now, it's here. Mm. Yes. Isn't, isn't this an exciting moment to live in the world? I'm it very is. happy that I'm here now. Yeah, and I think that that's why I feel so blessed to have you here because I've really learned so much from you, truly, Aww. truly so much from you. You are a blessing. And uh, if nobody has ever told you lately, again, I said it at the beginning, people that are working for you, that are listening and all oh, the hard space that you put into this work to give people tools to Take back their own power. Yes. Not letting money take their power. Yes. Money is something that is outside. Our power is inside. Yes. Oh, that's so good. It's so good. Well, I'm, um, yes, sorry, I'm going to go before I start crying. So anyway, my darling, thank you so much for being here. Is there any last words you'd like to say to my dear listener before we go? Yes. Very important. Anything that you do. I always give this homework to my clients three times a day. Pause and be grateful for something. Be grateful for the small amount, the big amount. I literally bought myself a brownie. Simple. I pay with my card. Gratitude because I have this $5 for this brownie. I am grateful. Simple. It doesn't have to be the 1000 anything. Mm-hmm. It's like... The simplest thing, mm. even if you're in debt, as you said, for $2,000 in the credit card, think the amazing things that you bought and the happiness that those $2,000 that now you have in debt have given to you. Mm. Transforming, mm. transforming this idea that everything that is in minus is taking. This is something that gave to you and it still keep on giving it. It was that microwave thank you microwave that i have you that i bought you that i had a credit card in a situation that i did that i can have you here and you can warm my meal i love the gratitude because we're talking in the context of uh, of the of money and finances three times a day Mm. and and also when you tap your card that moment that you're waiting for the beat think that um, because i've been in situations of of uh, you know tiny struggles with money we've been there and now when, when it's, it's approved, I'm like, 
Oh, thank you yeah. that it's approved. We it. underestimate that. Yeah. Thank you that yeah. that is we that do. we are that we can pay. Yeah, because the money the money is there, and we're so lucky that yeah. it's not sometimes easy, but it's here. Yeah, gratitude three times a day. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, my darling, I'll see you. Thank you, dear listener. As always, if you have any questions, you can DM me. You can certainly DM Rocio. She's um, a fountain of information. Until next time, I love you. Take care. Bye for now.